and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We are looking and expounding our Every Nation mission statement. Victory is part of every nation, and victory exists to honor God by establishing Christ-centered, Spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches and campus ministries in every nation. And today we will look at and reflect upon that particular phrase, Spirit-empowered. Now allow me to share two sets of scriptures and three realizations from those verses, followed by three applications. So two, three, three. Romans chapter 8, verses 14 to 15, and 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 to 12. In Romans, it says, the Word of God says here, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 to 12. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, no ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thought except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. You know, when we say we are a church that is spirit-filled or Spirit empowered, you know, sometimes those terms gets to, get to be confused and misinterpreted. Minsan iniisip natin, a lot of mystical things should happen or weird visions and all of those things. But if we would look at the scripture, that's not how it is. See, the very main thing that we could see here, especially in Romans 8, is that the Spirit leads us to realize that we are children of God. Anak tayo ng Diyos. The Spirit shows us above any other else that we are God's children. You know, we could talk a lot about being Spirit-empowered, doing things for God, moving in the spiritual gifts, seeing miracles, confronting the forces of darkness by the kingdom of God and all of those things. But make no mistake, the Holy Spirit reminds us that we are God's children. Now that very thought, we are children of God. We can discuss that for a whole day. (laughs) But one aspect that I want to highlight is that as God's children in Christ and as realized or revealed by the Spirit, we have access to God. We can call Him Abba, Father. You know, in a world that chases rawness, vulnerability, authenticity. Nothing can be raw and authentic and vulnerable as what the Spirit does. I mean, kung gagawin to ng Spirit sa atin, ito na yung relationship natin kay God, 
how authentic could we be? We can freely come to Him. And the verse that we read in Romans 8, it says that God has freed us from the slavery of sin and the power of the law. And now we are no longer under those influence. We are under our Abba Father. We are sons. We cry out to God, Abba, Father, God. You know, being Spirit-led, being empowered by the Spirit starts with this conviction. God made us His children. Anak ka ng Diyos. No, an application for that is that we can be brave and honest in our personal prayers. The prayer or that phrase, or that word Abba, connotes an informal, relational, personal, a term of endearment with God. Abba, Daddy, Pa. We can enjoy spending time with God. That's a good application for us. That we could be brave, honest with our personal prayers. Now, if we think about being spirit-empowered or spirit-led as us coming to God, if we think that is all there is, you know, we can come to God, you know, just be open to His move and all of those things, we have a very limited view of the Spirit. You see, the thing is, not only do we have access to God, and that is a beautiful thing, but to say that we settle on that, kulang eh. The beautiful thing about this relationship is not only do we have access to God, but that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, reveals to us the thoughts of God. We just read that in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The Holy Spirit shares to us God's thoughts and hearts in heart. The Holy Spirit shares to His children God's thought and heart. Sabi dito sa, sa verse, though, who, who can comprehend the thoughts of God except the Spirit? But it was also revealed or given to us. You know, too often we focus on pouring our hearts to God. We miss out His Word for us and the world. How do we know this? Or how can we say this? You know, some of us here, we pray more and speak to God more, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's our first point, remember? We can be bold and honest to God. But there's also that aspect that we just enjoy spending time hearing, listening, reading, and more than that, obeying God's Word. His will and thoughts are revealed in this Word. As we read scripture, we see God's redemptive purposes. As we see the stories of, about Jesus in the synoptic accounts, we get to see and hopefully feel the heart of Jesus to the lost, to the broken, to the outcast. Being spirit-led, spirit-empowered, without scripture is dangerous and borderline demonic. Because if it is not rooted in scripture, then to where is it based? You know, an application for us is that let's read Scripture. Let's listen to God's Word. And to go beyond that, let's try to imagine God's emotions in some of the stories in the Bible. Luke 15 actually is a good chapter to start. The story about the prodigal son. As we read through that and reflect upon God's thoughts, Try to also discern, 
what could God feel? Or what is God feeling in this situation? I believe as we see that, God wants and desires to share His thoughts and His emotions to us as well. Now, the third thing that I want to share, and most probably we didn't get to notice this, but actually there are a lot of plurals in the verses that we just read. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God for you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption of sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. And then the other verses in the whole chapter says, Our, we. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 onwards, actually the whole chapter, there, there are a lot of we's and us and uh, you that are plural. And not to mention... 1 Corinthians, Romans, all of those two letters are written by Paul and sent to a particular church congregation. Not just to a particular person, but to a whole community of believers. The third thing that we can see here is that the Holy Spirit connects us to a community that is filled and led and empowered by the Spirit. You know, too often there are certain practices in Christianity, even today where the Holy Spirit are being filled or led or empowered by the Spirit, somehow paints a picture wherein someone is weird, quirky, spontaneous, doing things individually. I would say those things are a bit dangerous because the devil can also deceive us in those moments, especially if we are alone. And that is why the Spirit came to the church, not just to me, but to us. Not just to you, singular, but you, plural. And this is powerful because not only do we see the Spirit fill us, but we also see the beauty and the privilege to see and experience being ministered to by the Spirit through other people. And not only that, we get to also be a blessing and minister to other people. And God's going to use you. We get to see Him work in the lives of others. We get to see Him work through our lives. And this is the beauty of being part of a Spirit-filled, Spirit-empowered community. We get to experience God, and we also get to experience God through others. From the two verses that we read, we read, we receive from God, and we also give to others. An application of this is that let's go enjoy the fellowship of our church and be involved in the church's mission. Let's enjoy the fellowship that we have from one another. And also let's be involved in the, the, the mission of our church in our context, specifically in campus ministry, world missions and church planting. It is in these settings that we get to be conduits of God to others. You know, just to share a quick story, and I think you would also relate to this. I think we, we, all have experienced something like this. You are praying personally. You're reading scripture personally. You're trying to wrestle things in prayer. Maybe you pray. I don't know. Maybe you're asking for direction or a word of encouragement. But it's entirely between you and God. And then all of a sudden, in one of those fellowships, one of those gatherings, one of the church meetings, a brother or a sister prays for you and gives you a timely scripture and somehow it confirms what you just read and gives you peace. 
That is the blessing of being part of this community. Another story, and I think you have this as well, in one form or another, wherein the Holy Spirit somehow gives you this prompting, parang may urge to pray for someone, or maybe help someone, or kamustahin siya, or di kaya bigyan siya ng maliit na ganito, tapos sumakto. Those are just some ways the Spirit moves to us and through us. Now, the main thing that I'd like to leave for all of us here before we pray, and if, I believe this is also the same prayer, is that let us enjoy God's presence and commune with Him through His Holy Spirit. You know, at the same time, our prayer is that we will just be open to how God moves and that we, we will be a blessing to the church and the world that we are in. Let me pray for all of us here. Lord, I pray for every one of us that we would just have this hunger and desire for your word, that we will enjoy and seek this presence, your presence in our lives, so that wherever we are, as we do our work, as we conduct meetings, as we do uh, household chores, Lord, in every single moment, your presence is there, and I pray that we will be open. Magi open lang kami, Lord. At the same time, Lord, give us this boldness to pray, bold, courageous prayers. Help us enjoy this access that we have. Lord, I pray that you will grow in our hearts this, this heart wherein we cry, Abba, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. We have seen you move. We have seen your glory. We know when you speak, all our chains come falling. We have seen you move. We've seen battles won. We have seen you move. We have seen you move. We have seen your glory. We know when you speak, all our chains come falling. We have seen you move. We've seen battles won. We have seen you move. We will see you move. We will see. Thank you for joining us today. Let me just pray for all of us here as we are sent to the world that we are in. Lord, may your presence be with us and may other people experience your presence, presence through us. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.